Welcome to this archived LDN Research Trust conference presentation. We hope you enjoy it. My name is Yunhang Kim. I'm the Director of Integrative Medicine at University of Kansas Health System. And this presentation title is Ultra Low Dose Naltrexone, Exploring Microgram Doses of LDN. Low Dose Naltrexone versus ultra low dose naltrexone so this on um, the cartoon here represents the low dose naltrexone molecule how it looks like and load or the naltrexone molecule um, um, molecule how it looks like the low dose naltrexone refers to use of naltrexone doses of 1.5 milligram to 4.5 milligrams and um, there was a time I think people started 1.5 milligram. Now I'm told that the people start at 0.5 milligram. And uh, for the reasons that I will go into later, currently my starting dose is about 0.1 milligram. The ultra low dose naltrexone um, it is talking about in human beings about one microgram and higher. And in the literature, research literature, there are even lower doses that have been used in the laboratory. And, and one of the challenges of using ultra low dose naltrexone is that compounding pharmacies, many of them will not compound one, one microgram. And it's not because they cannot, it has to do with the fact that it's not easy to find a laboratory that will verify or do a, an assay to verify that they've created a one microgram. Uh, however, there are some compounding pharmacies where one microgram of micro uh, dose or ultra low dose naltrexone can be compounded. Microdose naltrexone or ultra low dose naltrexone is, um, you know, reasons why we would consider it include low dose naltrexone is an incredibly useful tool. However, the moment patient takes opioid medication, low-dose naltrexone is contraindicated. And if you take low-dose naltrexone while you're on opioid medication, it can precipitate a withdrawal. And symptoms in include the opioid withdrawal symptoms include extreme discomfort, including heightened anxiety, nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. An example of this is in the medication Embeda, which is morphine plus encapsulated LDN. What that means is that you have a morphine pill and there's an LDN portion, but that is protected. And normally, meaning if you don't crush the pill and you just take it, it designs so that the morphine will be released and low-dose naltrexone will not be released. However, if you crush the pill and ingest it, um, then case reports of people um, reporting opioid withdrawal symptoms using the crushed embedda have been reported. The, I think the role of microdose or uh, ultra low dose naltrexone can be useful on patients that are taking opioid medication. And, and, and the reason for that is that there's, there are observations that have been made that antagonists 
at lower setting appears to be weak agonists. And we'll talk, talk about that later. But basically, using one microgram of naltrexone or ultra-low-dose naltrexone may offer improved pain control while lessening side effects. The mechanism behind ultra-low-dose naltrexone, there are at least two ways we can think about this. Uh, one way is phenomenon known as hormesis, and hormesis is talking about a nonlinear effect where inhibitor at high concentration but that same inhibitor at lower much lower concentration may become a weak stimulator and this originally was referred as Arndt Schultz rule where small doses of poison stimulated growth of yeast however uh, because of limited reliability, the Arndt-Schultz rule fell out of favor. And, um, and this is actually basis of, uh, uh, some people feel this is the basis of homeopathy. But in, in much of the science and much of the medicine, uh, the hormesis is probably observed the best in the field of toxicology, where, where that small doses of poison or small doses of toxin um, has stimulating effect on growth of organism. And it's still very controversial field of uh, medicine. Another way of thinking about it is receptor antagonist interaction, where at first the inhibitors will inhibit receptor ligand interaction. What does that mean? It means that you, when you take naltrexone, it will inhibit the receptor where morphine or other opioid medications usually bind. In response to decreased stimulation, either more receptors are produced and deployed to the cell membrane. And what that happens is that when you, when it's part of homeostasis or the balancing, when it is realized that the normal signal that would come in or expected signal would come in, let's say from endorphins, and it's not happening. Our body tries to compensate it by sending more detectors or receptors, and then it's deployed in the cell membrane. What happens then is that e even when you have inhibitors, eventually with time, when this compensation action is successful, what will happen is that that you will have um, you will require greater amount of inhibitor to produce the same effect and the net effect um, is also known as overcoming the inhibition over time and that also works in stimulation scenario too um, in except in opposite way agonist versus antagonist um, naltrexone is an antagonist whereas opioid medications and endorphins are agonists. What does that mean? It means that both agonist and antagonist bind to the receptor. So both agonist and antagonist share that the binding of the receptor occurs, whereas an agonist 
after binding activates the receptor. So for opioid receptor, it would be pain relief um, that that person would uh, experience. Well, in the case of naltrexone or naloxone, as an antagonist, it binds, but after that, nothing happens. The usual action of the receptor, whatever the receptor is, in this case, it's opioid receptor, nothing happens. In the normal dose of naltrexone, which is used in the uh, FDA-approved use of naltrexone, the naltrexone at regular dose is about 50 milligram to 150 milligrams. At this dose, it can block the narcotic medication through antagonistic action, meaning the receptor, uh, it binds the receptor, but nothing happens. And it's also known as competitive inhibitor. That means that it is competing, it's capable of competing or outcompeting the agonist or the drug, um, drug that usually binds to the receptor. And so, um, and as I said earlier, this means that naltrexone will bind to the opioid receptor, but the receptor remains turned off. The receptor, receptor remains turned off and naltrexone denies other opioids binding to the receptor. So it, it, in a way, it works two ways. One way is that it binds the receptor, naltrexone binds the opioid receptor, and nothing happens. Secondarily, that because naltrexone has bound to the receptor and nothing happens, and this means that opioid medications, even there around, are not able to bind the receptor. So the receptors uh, being occupied by naltrexone or antagonists deprives an opportunity for opioid medications or opioid agonists to be able to bind. The mechanism of uh, low-dose naltrexone has been uh, discussed uh, in, um, in other parts of the conference, I'm told. Um, but basically, that LDN given to uh, opioid naive patient um, is thought that 1.5 milligram to 4.5 milligram can partially block endorphin reactions. And at this point, multiple possibilities may happen. One is increased production of endorphin, negative feedback, meaning that body can sense that endorphin stimulation is below certain level. Then negative feedback mechanism would be triggered and more endorphin would be produced. And in this way, it's very much like a thermostat in the house. If the house is too hot, then AC comes on and cools the house. Um, opioid receptors uh, recept resetting, resulting in increased sensitivity to endorphins. It is thought that the antagonist, or by blocking opioid receptor, it allows the opioid receptor to go back to the original configuration of being off. It is thought that when a receptor is overstimulated, it results in the receptors being stuck at quasi-on mode, uh, which, which is one of the ways that uh, is thought that tolerance 
or requiring higher dose of medication to get the same effect is thought to be. The third is that there, there is um, a mechanism that we covered earlier, which is receptor upregulation, where more receptors are produced and deployed to the cell membrane once it detects that there are not as much stimulation from endorphins coming. And this results in increased sensitivity to endorphins. And the last, um, not the least, is uh, recently LDN is thought to be a CNS anti-inflammatory agent via regulation or blocking the glial cell activation. Micro dose or ultra low dose mechanism um, where microgram, one microgram of naltrexone is binding to opiate receptors, but at this dose is not likely to overwhelm the opioid medication. That means that, that some of the receptors will likely to be occupied by medication and some of the receptors or lower percentage would be occupied by naltrexone. It's just a virtue of the how many of them are available and the, all the concentration, uh, which is result of dosing. So instead of opioid receptors appearing to be, uh, what happens is that opioid receptors appear to be resetting, which results in sensitization. And then um, normally what happens is that opioid medications are unopposed and then the receptor uh, results in downregulation, meaning less receptors will be produced and deployed to the cell membrane. And some authors theorize that unopposed opioid stimulation of receptors results in tolerance effect. And this is a uh, illustration of receptor uh, and the opioid, mu opioid receptor and ligand. And ligand in this case would mean medication. And the picture on the left signifies one configuration look from the side view. And picture on the right is uh, uh, same picture, but look from the top. Oxytrex is a medication that's investigational medication that those that combined oxycodone and one microgram of naltrexone. And the trial uh, that was done in 2005 by uh, Chindalore showed that 360 patients um, treat, treated with oxytrex um, on patients with chronic pain with osteoarthritis of the hip. First group got placebo, second group got oxycodone, uh, 40 milligrams, third group got oxycodone uh, plus four micrograms of um, naltrexone. And what they did is they took oxytrex four times a day. And then last group took oxy oxycodone two times a day and um, naltrexone two times a day. And it just happened that the results showed that Oxytrex two times a day group produced about 39% reduction in pain intensity greater than 
group one, which was placebo, group two, which was um, oxycodone only, and group three, which is which was taking oxytrax four times a day. So showing it showed that two times a day dosing was superior than four times a day dosing. A second trial was also done uh, by Wester in uh, 2009, and 716 patients with chronic back pain were treated with Oxytrex um, or placebo for 12 weeks. And group one, uh, placebo, um, group two, uh, same design, oxycodone only, group three, Oxytrex four times a day, and uh, group four, Oxytrex two times a day. And again, group four reported 55% less physical dependence than group two and reported decreased constipation, somnolence, while achieving comparable analgesia. So basically, um, this showed that you can get similar amount of pain relief with less side effect. Unfortunately, the Oxytrex uh, project uh, but, uh, the manufacturers, the pain therapeutics, subsequently abandoned this project and has returned the rights for Oxytrex to Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Therefore, currently, ultra-low dose naltrexone is not available through conventional pharmacies because no one is producing it. However, licensed medical practitioners may be able to prescribe ultra-low dose naltrexone through compounding pharmacies capable of compounding ultra-low dose naltrexone. The uses of microdose or ultra-low dose naltrexone, um, to me, it's very helpful in endorphin-depleted subpopulation. And this is just my personal observation after using um, LDN more than a decade, is that I think that it's better to estimate um, endorphin reserves of the people. And some patients may benefit from microgram dosing of naltrexone. And what I do is I ask questions that kind of gauge their energy level, sleep, restorative, uh, their quality of restorative sleep, and resilience. And this now has been um, in um, further simplified to just three questions, which is how long have you had the illness? Um, how do you how do you sleep? And then um, I ask them a resiliency question. The uses of uh, low dose, ultra low dose naltrexone um, include neuroanatomical or pharmacological approach to pain, and this is something that I've been working on for last ten years. Where if patients are using opioid medication, the first thing that I do is you reduce pain further, explore if the pain can be reduced through neuroanatomical acupuncture or other techniques that is not involving pharmaceuticals. The second would be to start microgram dosing of naltrexone um, or to increase microgram dosing of naltrexone if it's already started. The third would be if pain continues to decrease, a trial of decreasing pain medication. Conclusion is that microgram dosing of naltrexone, one to two microgram per day range in the presence of narcotic medication 
has been shown to decrease side effect and increase pain control. While commercialization of this aspect of medication has failed, this approach may still have clinical significance, especially when combined with non-pharmacological pain management. For non-narcotic dependent patients, microgram dosing of naltrexone may be useful for patients who are endorphin depleted. In these patients, basically you can use microgram dosing rather than using the standard 0.5 milligram uh, of naltrexone. The one, and the last conclusion is that given the epidemic of opioid crisis in the US, I think that microgram uh, dosing of naltrexone should be explored uh, to explore that, number one, um, can we reduce the side effects of opioids while ensuring that the analgesia that they're getting is about the same. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this presentation. All past conference presentations can be found on our website, www.ldnresearchtrust.org.